Welcome to Choose Courage Daily, a podcast about choosing courage, one step at a time into unfamiliar spaces without the certainty of the outcome, only certain that you will come out the other side even better than you started, stronger than you imagined, full of growth, glowing with possibilities. Courage, where the magic begins. When you step out of your comfort zone, start taking action, doing it afraid every step of the way. We will explore what courage means, how it shows up for us, what makes us run away from courage, and how we truly step into it. From taking the smallest acts to the most giant steps of courage. So whether you're trying a new food, speaking live online, moving to another country, starting your own business, or doing the thing that scares you. Join me and let's go on this journey together where we choose courage daily. Hello and welcome to another episode of Choose Courage Daily. I am so excited for today's guest. We have the wonderful Tomi Macanjula joining us today. Tomi is an award-winning blogger and chef. She also runs The Vegan Nigerian, which I can't wait to talk more about, which is a platform that's dedicated to making Nigerian cuisine and the vegan lifestyle accessible to members of her community and beyond. And The Vegan Nigerian began as a blog in 2013 and has since evolved into pop-up restaurants, workshops, and cookbooks. And Tomi is the author of Vegan Nigerian Kitchen. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. So Tomi, welcome. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I've been looking forward to this conversation all day. I'm so excited that you're here. And what I think of Vegan Nigerian, that phrase alone talks a lot about courage. So Mm. tell me a little bit about Vegan Nigerian, what it means and how it came about for you. Sure. I went vegan personally in my early 20s. I had just turned 21 and I was living away from home in France at the time. And I had embraced this new lifestyle that was completely new to me. Prior to this point, I hardly knew anything about veganism, really. It was just something I stumbled into just based on instinct and wanting to change my eating habits, my energy levels, and then also the investigation that I was doing into animal agriculture, the way our food is created and the way our food is made. And so I found myself making this big life change and uh, getting questions left and center from family and friends being like, what are you going to eat? What does this look like? Is it all salads? And what is that? (laughs) And as someone who grew up in Lagos, Nigeria, my food connection is there, right? And so I grew up eating home-cooked meals every single day, mostly traditional Nigerian meals. And that was what I loved. And it was what I continued to cook even when we moved over to the UK and even when I was living in France. And so I saw it as a really great opportunity to just adapt a lot of my dishes that I was already used to experiment, to try something new, to see if there was a way that I could hold on to that heritage without, you know, completely letting go of it just because I had made this big change. 
And so shortly after that was when the blog started. I began to put my work out there so that people could actually see what I was doing so that they could follow along the journey with me. And if they wanted themselves to see how accessible and easy it was to actually make the shift to the lifestyle. So that was really how it all started. I didn't really have an idea of what the blog would go on to do or where it would take me or that it would even end up being a career path at the time. I just thought it was something I could do for fun on the side. And even for a very long time, and this maybe ties in a bit to your theme of courage, is that I did it anonymously for a while. I don't know how to explain it, but I, I don't want to put too much of myself out there into the work. I wanted to hide behind what I was putting out until one day I was forced out of that because I had to do a TV appearance to talk about it. And then all of a sudden it was like, okay, so people are going to know that I'm the face behind this vegan Nigerian thing now. And from then on, it felt as though like just doors started opening in many different directions. The blog just kind of did its own thing. People were finding it, people were interested in it, and it just led to so many fun activities like the cooking workshops and being able to go to food festivals and talk a bit more about the work. And yeah, it's just expanded from there. That's amazing. I love how it has morphed into this new and different way of doing it from starting as a blog and then the opportunity to do events and pop-up restaurants. I think that's great. And you mentioned that you were anonymous for a while when you started writing. And also, I would imagine growing up in Nigerian culture, being vegan was probably a foreign concept, possibly in the beginning when you started it. And so I want to put that together with courage because they both require you taking that step for courage. And so you had to do something that was different that from what you were used to culturally. And then you decided, I'm going to do it, but I'm going to still hide a little bit. But then you had yeah. to step out from behind the scenes. So tell me a little bit about what does courage mean to you? Mm. I've always believed that we always hear that courage is not the absence of fear. And I totally buy that. Instead, I think courage rather is accepting fear as a necessary, inevitable part of life. For me, I see it as like the ability to take some kind of action, even in spite of the fear, in spite of uncertainty, in spite of any sort of self-doubt that might rear its head. And then to go a little bit deeper, I think the reason why it's so vitally important is that I think there's just a part of yourself that just knows that it's the right thing to do and that doing so, taking that step, doing that big thing or small thing, whatever it might be, will allow you to live with yourself. I've been the kind of person who just doesn't want to have any regrets in life. I know that sometimes you can't really help that. Things happen and you don't know where life is going to take you. But as far as is in your control, if you can take steps and take actions that are aligned Uh, with who you truly are, with what's authentic to you, even when it seems fright. I think that's such a beautiful thing. And so for me, that would be my idea of what courage is. I love that you mentioned action because I think part of choosing courage and getting past the fear or working through the fear and embracing and accepting the fear is being able to take action to move you forward. Mm -hmm. 
you mentioned how you started out. So many times I think people think they have to go from zero to 360 Mm. and that's the way it's going to happen. But talk a little bit about your steps of courage that you've taken. How did it start happening for you? Yeah, you, you bring up a really important point because again, I think courage Sometimes there can be this misconception that courage is this big, huge act. You take that big, bold step and all eyes are on you sort of thing. And it's not necessarily that way. I think courage can be a daily thing. It can be a moment by moment thing. It's choosing every step of the way, choosing things that you know are in alignment with you. And so for me, like I said earlier on, I started out the blog anonymously because that was where my comfort level was at the time but still putting your work out there into the world is not an easy thing because you're going to get critique you're going to get people giving you their opinion and whether they like it or not but I still did it anyway and then when I was quote-unquote forced to come out of that again I would be lying if I said I wasn't a little bit afraid of that step and having to attach myself to this not because I wasn't proud of the work I was doing but because just being a completely I was very reserved when I was younger shy very introverted still I'm very introverted even now and so I've never really liked any sort of spotlight in any way and so back then I think part of my decision to do things anonymously was like oh let it just be about the food no one needs to know what's going on And, but I found that stepping out of my comfort zone, going on to do things like workshops, going on to even speak about this has completely transformed even my character and my approach to life and how I see life. I think it's made life more vibrant. It's made it more exciting to be able to step into spaces that in the past, maybe I didn't even think that I could be in. And yeah, I think for me, the journey of the blog, speaking about vegan Nigerians specifically, it really was a thing of like overcoming fear after fear, just as it popped up. It's like staring it straight on and being like, you know what, I'm just going to do this. So I, I remember the very first time, for example, that I did my first cooking demo. This was at Vegfest, a v- really popular vegan festival in the UK. And um, I was going to be presenting, cooking and talking at the same time. And a lot of people have said to me that, wow, speaking and cooking at the same time is difficult. Like, how are you going to do it? So already it was like building up in my mind, leading up to the day. And then, of course, like I was a bit shaky right before I went on. And then as soon as I was on the stage, it felt like I was in my element. And I reminded myself that this was what I loved, first of all. If anyone can talk about this, it's me. I I was able to hype myself up a bit and I I just, I did it. And when you get into the flow and when you're, when you're just embracing the moment and turning the fear into enthusiasm, it makes such a huge difference. And so I've definitely found that with courage, it's exactly the same thing. The fear is going to be there. You can't really escape that, but it's taking the action anyway, as we've spoken about could you imagine if you hadn't taken that step of courage how different would your life be now wow I feel like 90% of the things I've done today just wouldn't have happened I'm at the point now where I was able to leave my uh, full-time job to do vegan Nigerian 
that was also a step of courage. You don't know if it's going to, you know, work or you don't know how it's going to pan out. And as a, a young woman living in London, having to pay rent and also having to make sure that I was taking care of myself, that was a big deal for me at the time. I really do think that my life would be completely different if I had just stayed in my comfort zone, if I had never really taken the steps to push forward with this. The cookbook that I have right now, if I allowed imposter syndrome to get the better of me and tell me that I couldn't do this or I didn't have the credentials or I didn't have the, the skill or whatever it was to put this together, it wouldn't be out there in the world right now. So yeah, life would be just less interesting probably. <laughs> yeah, it, you said it so well because I think so many people don't realize that it's just taking that small step day in, day out to lead you to where you need to be. And I think some people either feel overwhelmed or stuck, which is by human nature, our bodies yeah. are meant to protect us. And so they can't see beyond that. And so they often think either I can't do it or mm. I'm just too afraid, or they think the fear is going to disappear before they're able to do it. Yeah. And we know that fear is part of the journey. And if we learn to embrace it, then it can really help us continue to move forward to where we want to be. Yes, 100%. And it's one of those things that you just have to daily exercise. It doesn't always come naturally. I'm sure some people are more predisposed to having more courage in life, to taking more risks or being bolder about their views, what they believe in or going after what they want. But I would say for the majority of people, it probably isn't that way. But we, we do have the choice to train ourselves to, to build up our courage. And it's important in life. It's important in every aspect, really. I agree with that. I think sometimes people might think I'm born with all the courage I'll ever have, or mm. I'm just not a courageous person. But I really think courage is like a mom. Oh. Like when you go to the gym and you start working out, you don't get strong after one session or after two sessions. You have to keep going so that you can get stronger. Mm -hmm. And then once you're strong in one area, then you have to probably try another area. And I yes. think courage is very sim similar to that. You have to keep working at it and you have to put yourself in spaces that require you to choose courage so that you can get stronger and get more comfortable in those spaces. Mm -hmm. I couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Which is so much a part of growth. As we get stronger, then you move on to the next thing because yeah. you're never done growing. You're, you're constantly having to grow by the nature of us being human beings. We have to be able to grow and evolve. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing about life as well. Just before we started the podcast, we were talking about our birthdays and that milestone of getting a year older and we also want to hope a year wiser and courage does play into that as well. It's taking the lessons of life and having the courage to like really live by our values on an ongoing basis. So yeah, really cool. I wanted to say as well, I saw one of your recent Instagram posts, which was about saying no and that whole thing of boundaries. It, it really resonated with me, like on a really deep level, because for me as well, like one other area in my life that I can say that I have definitely try to be more courageous in is with boundaries, mm. being able to say no. Um, and also, I think sometimes being able to say yes, which is what we've been talking about already with the vegan Nigerian is like saying yes to doing the demo, saying yes to doing that interview. And so, yeah, that's a really great point. I thought that you brought up around courage as well. 
Thank you. Thanks for reading that. I appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) What would you say has been the most courageous thing you've done so far? That's a really great question. Because it's hard to like just pinpoint and say, oh, that was the biggest courageous thing I've done. I haven't saved anyone from a burning building or anything (laughs) interesting like that. But I think when I look back at my journey, maybe career-wise, actually, I think one of the most courageous things that I've done was leaving a toxic work environment actually this was like my first job straight out of university I was living in London for the first time that was already such a big deal to me because I was away from home trying to figure things out as an adult and I was working in this place that was just not right the owner of the place was not a very good person (laughs) is the best way I can put it and there was so much of the way he ran things and treated the staff that just didn't sit well with me and with my values, what I believed in, and all of that. And five months into it, I I left the job. But I left the job without having a plan B or like a backup plan or knowing what the next step would be. And now that I look back in hindsight, that was a pretty brave thing to do, but also such a huge catalyst for where I am right now. Because if I hadn't left that job, I wouldn't have gone into becoming a vegan chef at a restaurant in London, which led to me building on the vegan Nigerian, taking it as far as I've taken it now, gaining the experiences that I need to do what I do right now. And yeah, I do really see that as a pivotal moment. Like it was frightening. I remember coming home that evening thinking, what have I done? Wow. (laughs) Like I could literally burn through my savings over the next couple of months and have to either move back home or just figure something out. But I just knew like deep down, again, back to what I said earlier on, I just knew deep down that if I stayed there, it just wouldn't sit right with me, my integrity, and it would be soul crushing, all of those things. And sometimes in life, we feel like we just have to put up and to just stay in situations that are not working for us. And we, we come up with different excuses why. But in this particular situation, I knew that I just had to go. I knew I had to go. And yeah, like a couple of months later, I I got a job as a vegan chef, which was actually more aligned to what I wanted anyway. So yeah, I'm really glad that I took that step. (laughs) So look at that. You decide to leave a job that was not the most healthiest environment for you. Mm. No plan B, no other job available to you, but you knew I have to leave this place because it's not helping or doing anything good for me. And Mm. you take that chance and take that leap of faith without having anything else to back you up. Yeah. And it's amazing how then you end up finding something that's completely more aligned with you and the work that you want to do. Yeah. That is what courage is all about. Taking that step where sometimes you actually, a lot of times with courage, you don't know what the other side is going to look like you're going into completely uncertain territory. Yeah. And here you are now you've come to the other side and you are the better version of yourself. You have an opportunity to have grown as an entrepreneur, as a vegan chef. And now you're able to share that and share your skills and your talents with others. That's why I love talking about courage because we don't realize the amazing 
things that it does for us and how it allows us to really become even better ver version of ourselves than we could possibly ever imagine. Yes, exactly. Exactly. You, so you put amazing. it so well. <laughs> <laughs> so amazing. What would you say, or what are some of the ways that you choose small courage? Because yeah. so many times we think courage is big and there's a time for big courage. And there's a time where maybe you decide to move to another country, you decide to take a big job that you never possibly thought you would do. So there's a time for big courage. But I also think that small courage, we tend to forget about that. But I think a lot of small courage leads up to maybe even bigger changes than we could possibly imagine. So what are some yeah. of the ways that small courage shows up for you? So for me, I would say courage shows up every single day, even in my interactions with the people around me, the ones, the people I love, friends, family, courage in those situations for me is being radically honest when I need to be. It's emotional vulnerability. And I don't say that lightly either, because for me, um, for a very long time, I think I struggled with just accepting a lot of my emotions. I, I always thought I had to be stoic and have it together and not show too much or reveal too much. But as I've gotten older, I've just found that allowing myself to be vulnerable in you know everyday relationships just makes them all the more richer and it makes them more meaningful, the relationships as well. So that's a really big part of it. And then when it, even when it comes to my work, the ability to show up daily to do it, it seems like <laughs> such a, an obvious thing to say, but like waking up and being like, today, I'm going to get this done and get this done. Because being self-employed and an entrepreneur, no one's really checking in on you in that sense. You're the one who has to put the work in. You're the one who has to be accountable. And so I think the courage to be like, you know what, today, I'm just going to put my work out there. I'm going to dedicate time to this thing that I know is, you know, beneficial, not only to me, but I think to other people as well, I think takes courage, even though it's on a mini scale, but I think it still takes courage. Yeah. <laughs> I would definitely agree with you. The courage to show up, right? Yeah. The courage to show up every day, the courage to be vulnerable, Mm. they go hand in hand when you're putting your work out there you are not only showing up but you are allowing yourself to get into a space where vulnerability has to happen where yeah you everyone might not like what you put out or you might be doubting yourself as you're putting it out there mm. but you do it anyway you do you do it anyway because <laughs> each day you realize okay I have to do this I have to do this yeah yeah. And it's, and it just builds your character up over time, doesn't it? Because again, back to the whole thing of putting your work out there is that you are inevitably going to get feedback on it. And sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not that good. And it's all part of life. And it's all part of building up that thick skin as well. It's being able to hold both good and the bad feedback on, I don't know how to explain it, but on a, on the same level and not allow it to truly impact your soul. I don't know how to say mm. it properly, but it's that whole thing of resilience. But it's if you never put your work out there, you'll never really learn that lesson of resilience. So yeah, it takes a lot of courage to do that. Definitely. I, I think you have to learn to put yourself out there knowing that 
it's not about necessarily pleasing every person because you can't be everything to everybody, mm-hmm. but knowing that I'll put my work out there, knowing that it's definitely going to serve a certain community yeah, and they're going to get the most out of it as much as possible. Exactly. Exactly. That's- I think that's really important because I think when we decide to show up every day, we are then able to see how we will continue to evolve and continue to grow and continue to see what can come up, what can come up this, what will this look like and how will this morph into what it is now? Because I want to go back to a little bit to when you were just writing a blog, it was just a blog and you had no idea what it was morphing into, but you decided to keep writing that blog whether it was every week or every other week, however you were often you were writing it at that point, you allowed yourself to just keep showing up, even though you were not initially comfortable with putting your face out there. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And now it's totally different to the point where I have gone on to do YouTube videos. I've gone on to do things that require me to be in front of a camera, to take pictures and whatnot. And now it's, yeah, it doesn't phase me anymore. Whereas like you take the young version of me and the idea of that would have completely petrified me, seriously. <laughs> so I've definitely seen that growth. And why it's been so important for me as well is that, you know, I'm not to say that every single entrepreneur has to put their face to what they do or put their face out there, but it helps if you are telling a story and it helps if you do want to connect with people when you're doing what you do, because, you know, that's all part of it as well. It's that like when you're putting value out into the world or what you're hoping will be valuable to people, people want to feel connected in some way and putting yourself out there, being brave enough to show up, as we've said, and to put your face to what your work is really allows you to do that, build that connection. And for me, I've connected with so many people now through what I do in the online world and in real life. And it's, there are so many like situations and relationships that I just wouldn't have experienced if I kept hidden. And I think well, that's what courage does for you. The possibilities and the opportunities that it opens up, mm-hmm. if we're not open to just choosing courage or stepping out of the comfort zone, we don't really see all that's possible. And that's what I think I've also been wrapping around my brain is when you take that chance, when you take that opportunity, it's amazing how things fall into place Mm. and how more opportunities come your way and you get to see a different version of yourself and not necessarily better, but you get to see what you're capable of doing because we limit ourselves sometimes. And if we know that we can push ourselves a little bit more or challenge ourselves to trying and moving forward, then we can really see what is available to us. And, and the other thing about it too, is that courage can be infectious, right? Because when you like see someone that. else displaying courage, in spite of any fear or doubt, it, it inspires you to be more courageous. And so imagine a society where more of us were courageous. So in every aspect of our lives, like what an amazing society that would be. As I was reading 
earlier on, I was looking up some stuff on courage and came across this quote by Maya Angelou, who I absolutely adore. Like we could spend a whole podcast talking about that. Me because, too. <laughs> yeah, because I remember reading her autobiographies when I was 16 and that having a huge impact on me. So when I came across this quote, I was like, yes. But she said that courage is the most important of the virtues and that without it, no other virtue can be practiced consistently. And it's like mind blown because my favorite quotes, it's so good. The ability to be kind, the ability to be compassionate, the ability to put others before yourself, the ability to to be generous. Like those are, those are like choices, daily choices that we make. And if we don't allow ourselves to be courageous enough to display all those things then what kind of a world are we living in yes oh my goodness one of my most favorite quotes and you said it so well (laughs) it's so true how amazing would it be if we all were able to tap into courage to show up in our best Mm -hmm. selves what kind of a world would we have if we all did that yeah it would be a game changer total game changer total game changer I think we have to go on some kind of courage course. Yes. (laughs) Sign me up. (laughs) So tell us about your book. I want to hear more. I I know the audience would love to hear more about your book. Uh, Thank you so much for asking me about that because it's something I'm really proud of. So it's called Vegan Nigerian Kitchen. As the name suggests, it's based on recipes from Nigeria. But I think what people might be surprised or maybe interested or fascinated to know is that it covers like almost the whole of Nigeria in terms of the recipes in there. So I'm Yoruba. My family comes from sort of the Western um, part of Nigeria. So I grew up eating a lot of Yoruba food specifically. But when I was writing this book, I really wanted it to represent the country, the whole country. (laughs) And so I found myself researching Igbo dishes, Hausa dishes, all these different ethnic groups around the country. I really delving into the regional cuisines because it's so diverse. And so the book was published last year. I spent pretty much like the whole of last year working on it. Like seriously, it was like pretty much every single day. There wasn't a day that went by that I didn't do a little bit of something, but it has uh, about a hundred recipes in there all tried and tested all really delicious. And of course, vegan plant-based. So very accessible to anyone who might be on that lifestyle or who's considering that lifestyle. And also one of the other things I wanted to make sure was that anyone around the world could cook the dishes for the most part, because a lot of our more indigenous West African ingredients I think people have this idea that it's impossible to find outside of West Africa, but actually it's not the case. So many Nigerians and other West Africans have set up shop around the world and they're just a Google search away. And a lot of them also deliver as well. So if you don't want to actually, if you don't have one in your immediate city, you can probably find one that delivers to where you are. And yeah, it's just a really fun cookbook for people who want to discover a new cuisine or who want to delve a little bit deeper into Nigerian cuisine and see what it's all about and to try some tasty food. (laughs) So tasty. I know you have some amazing recipes in there. Walk us through how you come up with a recipe. I know you mentioned Mm. you have to do, you do a little bit of testing or a lot of testing, I would imagine. So walk us through what is the process in selecting a recipe and how the recipe makes it in the book? 
Sure. With this book in particular, I wanted the, the recipes to be very representative of what Nigerian cuisine is. For a lot of it are foods that I myself grew up eating, um, foods that my mom taught me how to cook and her mom cook, taught her how to cook. So it's been passed down in that way. But also as I grew up in Nigeria, I was able to try different foods. Lagos in particular is a melting pot city with all the different ethnic groups coming to live there and build a life there and I was exposed to a lot of food growing up there and that I was able to tap into and so when it came to writing the cookbook I thought okay these are definitely going in for sure and tapping into my memory of what the food was writing it out researching them online but then when it came to some of the dishes that I didn't have a personal connection to I actually held these sort of focus group type things where I spoke to people from those regions of the country over Zoom, actually, and just interviewed them in a way about their cuisine and was like, tell me a bit more about the significance of this. Why do you add this certain ingredient or why is it cooked this way? And I learned so much in that process. I went in there as someone who didn't know it all, but wanted to learn and gained a lot of insight. And so I was then able to take all that information and um, write up the recipes, test them out, get feedback on them. And then I also had recipe testers actually around the world who I sent recipes to and said, wow. hey, would you mind trying out this recipe? See if you can get the ingredients where you live. And then just tell me how easy it was for you to make it. So then being able to get that feedback as well solidified in my mind that this is a sort of cookbook that anyone around the world can pick up and really get stuck into. Yeah. I love that you did that and that you were able to get recipes out to different people to try yeah. and taste test because then it gives everyone an opportunity to really try the different recipes and get a feel mm. for it and not make it so challenging because I think some people would see, oh, it's plant-based, it's vegan. I can't cook vegan. This is too mm. hard but your whole intention was to make it a a available and easy enough for anyone to make it. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Do you have a favorite recipe from the book? I do actually. And I think, yeah, some people might be surprised that it's not even a Yoruba dish. It happens to be a Northern Nigerian dish called Miantelshe. And um, it's, oh, how do I describe it? It's like a pumpkin stew with leafy green veggies and it, it's so rich it's so it's a one pot dish so very easy mm. to make but the flavors and how everything is combined it also contains this it, it contains this thing called dawa dawa which is like a fermented mm. locust bean which just gives this really amazing umami flavor um, to the dish and so it's just I was so surprised the first time I tried it. I was like, where has this been my whole life? It's just so good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that sounds yummy along with the many other dishes that I see you post because, oh my goodness, I'm always like, oh, this looks so good. I have to try it. And I haven't tried any (laughs) recipes yet, but I'm going to try a recipe and I'm going to share it with you so that Uh, because there are so many I want to try. I don't even know where to start. If there was (laughs) one that I would start with, which one would you recommend? Oh, I would have to go with the classic jollof rice if you haven't made that yet. Okay. Fantastic starting point. Okay. I haven't, I've tasted jollof rice, haven't made it yet. So I will definitely add that. Now, is that different from the banga rice? It is. Okay. How are they different? 
So the banger rice is actually made using palm nut concentrate. It's definitely a lot richer for sure. Jollof rice is made with the base of with the sort of a base of um, peppers, tomatoes, and onions. The banger rice is cooked in this really rich palm nut concentrate, which is from the palm nut tree in Western Africa. You can buy the the palm nut concentrate in like tins normally and it's like really thick and creamy and scoopable and so you need to dissolve it in a bit of water and cook the rice in it and then some of the spice in as well is quite different so in the banger rice you might have things like scent leaves and you might even add things like basil as a substitute to scent leaves whereas in jollof rice it tends to be the classic sort of thyme curry powder mix and spice in as well yeah so i will definitely be starting with jollof rice and trying that <laughs> And what about for dessert? Is there a vegan dessert that you mm. enjoy? So many. Where do I even begin? <laughs> I want to say one of my favorite ones <laughs> is the one made with Prosecco. Is that? Oh, what the, is the uh, name of that one? So that was a cake I made for my birthday last year, which was um, a pink lemonade and Prosecco cake. Oh, <laughs> I love that cake. Love that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like, it was one of those recipes that I just jumped up and I woke up really excited the next day. I was like, I'm going to make this. It sounds so good. But yeah, I love baking cakes. Uh, if you go onto my Instagram, like I haven't posted a lot of cake pictures recently, but I do. I love baking any type of cake. Chocolate cake is one of my favorites, of course. Mm. Um, lemon cake as well. So good. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I know sometimes people may think vegan and they might not think it tastes so good, but it's still just as delicious. Oh yeah, it really is. It really just is. as delicious. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so where do you think courage is going to take you next? Oh, wow. I think it, it's, it's just going to keep me saying yes to things that come up opportunities, being open to seeing where things can go with a vegan Nigerian in terms of maybe reaching more people with what I'm doing. I think it's been really amazing to build a sort of community online around what I do. And it feels like a nice online family where everyone's really friendly and it's a nice bubble to be in. But sometimes I do wonder what else could I do to really expand on this and take this to the next level. And one of the areas of veganism that I'm really passionate about actually is the health aspect. Of mm. course, like the animals will always be important part of my story and part of why I'm vegan, but it's the health as well, particularly for people in our community, the black community. We are more predisposed to certain illnesses Absolutely. that are dietary related. And so I do want to explore that area a lot more and see like, how could I help people maybe change the way they look at food? but make it in, you know, in such a way that it's approachable and easy to get into and, and not intimidating, right? Because for instance, I take my mom and my aunties as case studies and you start at home first because that's where it all begins. And I'm sure like many other black families, there is a history of some kind of dietary related thing, whether it's high blood pressure, whether it's some kind of heart disease or diabetes and I just really want to hone in on that and say you don't have to just expect that is going to be your life in later years just because you're getting older. It doesn't necessarily have to be that way. There are things that you can do now to start changing that. And so I want to see if I can be brave and courageous enough to delve more into that and 
use my voice more in that area as well with what I do. So that would be fun. I think that would be so, such a powerful impact and you would really be able to help so many and show them a different way of eating. Because I Mm. think particularly in our Black culture and our way of eating through although often impacted by other ways, but being able to be shown and taught that there's a different way to really bring in that health and keep healthy and enjoy tasty food along with it. Cause that's the yes, key thing, right? That's the key. It has <laughs> to taste good. <laughs> <laughs> Once you've got it tasting good, I think you can reel them in. Yes, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> so tell me, what would you do if fear was an option? What would I do? Really great question. Wow. So like fear is always usually tied in with self-doubt and uncertainty. And so I think a really helpful exercise that I would do personally now at this stage that I'm at is to remind myself of what I'm capable of. To look back on examples of times when I've been courageous and to bring that into my present moment and say, if I've done that before, I can do this now. (laughs) So it's that reminder, going back and seeing the evidence of the courage and seeing what the courage has done, which ties in, I think, really nicely with visualizing what the other side of courage looks like. Because I think the thing about fear is that we always think the worst. It's tied up with what we think is going to go wrong, what we think is going to shatter our lives or completely destroy us ego or whatever it is and so I think being able to visualize what that courage can bring about I think is really helpful and if I ever encounter fear in any area of my life now I think those are the things that I could really tap into and then also tying it back to what I said at the beginning of being at peace with myself is also knowing that is this going to lead to regret And if I know it's going to lead to regret to not take that step or do that thing, I'm going to do that thing. So, yeah. (laughs) You said it beautifully. Visualize where courage can take you and Mm. not allow regret to settle in. So I love how you said that. And thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for joining me on another episode of Choose Courage Daily. If you want to catch more episodes, make sure to hit the subscribe button and I would love to hear from you. Leave a review and let me know what you think of the episodes. You can also follow along on Instagram at Speaks, or check out the website at www.mojonespeaks.com. Until next time, choose Courage Daily.